family, it's a new sound, it's a new season, it's a new decade, and according to what others say, it's a new year, right? I mean, it is a new year, it's 2020, it's your girl, Cole Phillips, coming to you in 2020, fire and everything else that you know I say here on No Ordinary Church Girl, Candy Conversations on Love, Pain, and Everything in Between. Hey, family, what it do? It's been a minute, actually it's been a few minutes. <laughs> We're not going to count that. It's not, that's not important. I've been busy. You've been busy. Everybody's been busy. This January has been a little bananas. I would say, w- would you say? I would say, I mean, you can answer in your car or in, in your home, wherever you're at listening, just say yes, just agree. Say, Cole, yes. It's been a little crazy because it's been cray cray for me. Uh, something we haven't done in some time because I really want to entertain you on this fine day. So let me entertain you with some drop it in the DM. Are you serious in my DM? Who puts that in your DM? Wow. Straight up in my DM. So, uh, yeah. Tying's tying. What is going on? First of all, let me say... 2020. Happy New Year. I know, right? Happy New Year to you, too. <laughs> technically, I can still say that, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean it we're is towards the end of the month. technically a new year. Right, and, I, you know, I just to piggyback off what you said a minute yeah. ago, I saw yeah. this meme the other day. It said, man, this week has been one heck of a year. I saw, I saw that. Man. It's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. first few weeks of January... I believe have slapped me like I stole something from my mother's. You know, purse. you too. Yeah, I walked in January one getting slapped. I'm telling. Let me you. tell you, I was like, "Oh, that's how we walking into the new year, just yeah. on the first day." I don't. Well, hey. I, I guess it can only go up from here. I, I, I pray you're right. <laughs> it better. <laughs> right, man. So we haven't done this episode or episode this uh, segment rather in a while. Uh-oh. Drop it in the DM. What do you got? So, I feel like you got uh, something juicy. You know, let me pull it up here, shall we? Uh-oh. It's pretty interesting. Verbatim. There it is. So I tell you guys, I get I get all kinds of craziness in my, in my DM, and uh, some of it I share, some of it I don't. And a lot of it I don't share because, quite frankly, we got some, some mean people in the world. I just know how to navigate through them, and I don't get bothered by the foolishness. Uh, but... You know, um, this one was was interesting, and I felt the need to address it publicly. Um, they do remain anonymous. I think that's only fair. I don't I don't do defamation of characters or have people in trouble and have folks looking for them. <laughs> so, um, anonymous. Hello, Cole. You're very beautiful, by the way. I looked at your Instagram and Facebook, and I'm very intrigued with what you have to offer. I did listen to the show, and I must say, your voice is just as uh, appetizing <laughs> yeah, as the topics you discuss. But I'm curious. You talk about Demario. I believe that's his name. <laughs> I believe, huh? <laughs> this dude is an avid listener. <laughs> Uh, You talk about Demario, I believe that is his name But I'm curious as to know why you're doing this now It sounds like the relationship has been in existence for some time Are you truly happy or are you just putting on? You're reaching, sir Mm. (laughs) Hey, you know what? All shame aside Mm -hmm. He is shooting his shot And people have said (laughs) If you do not shoot your shot, you will never know. 
<laughs> because in the back of his mind, if he's like, you know what? What if she wasn't happy? <laughs> and all I had to do was just shoot my tell shot. her She's and beautiful. shoot my shot. You're beautiful. You don't seem Your happy. voice is just as appetizing Your as the topics you discuss. It's just as appetizing. <laughs> it sounds like something Hannibal Lecter would say, right? Right. <laughs> Fresh candy. Alpha beans, right? It's a little creepy to me. I've, I've been watching you, right? That that show on Netflix, you. Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. It's, okay. it's a little. Well, I'm it only freaks about, me out because yeah. it's a little stalkerish. It mm, a little stalkerish, <laughs> right? And that's all fine and good, right? But so I'm, I'm kind of like in that like defense mode. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, what do you mean by appetizing? You know, what I'm saying, what do you what, what do you mean by that? Right. Huh? Right. So yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to let you uh, give your two cents or three cents. Uh, or I might have 50. I don't okay. know. Um, so here's the thing. No, I'm not um, unhappy. So let's clear that up. It had nothing to do with I was keeping him a secret and I'm only dropping him here or there. Little hints here or there. What have you. Um, you know this about me very well. Unless it's of significance or, or I believe that it can be of encouragement to someone else. Especially when it comes to my personal life. I don't share. And people are messy. Period. And social media creates so much mayhem when you start sharing your entire existence. Every little facet because I'm keeping it real. So first to address whether I'm happy. Yes, I'm very happy. Thank you. As far as the appetizing voice like yeah i wouldn't do that because if if he knew who you were you might not appreciate how he handles you in person oh <laughs> i mean it's, it's disrespectful to me yeah i mean if you know a person is in a relationship and if you're listening at, at the way i believe he is i mean he's naming his name <laughs> you know i don't say it that's a, a lot jab you know what i mean there really was there. if yeah. that's i believe if that's, his, that's name. his name if it's even important right come, come on, on man <laughs> <laughs> so i just you know when i get messages like this i always like a lot of times first of all depending on how the message comes through initially because you can see on facebook like the first few parts of the message right so if a guy says hey beautiful or hello gorgeous all that kind of stuff i already know you're wanting to flirt it's not about business and then i try my best honestly to have my bio read where you can contact me you can email me you know you don't have to drop it in my dm unless it's a topic you want discussed it's fine um so yeah i just eh, you being disrespectful buddy yeah but i mean you know with you i mean you're Beautiful young woman, mm-hmm. right? Thank you. But but think about it. I mean, <laughs> you can't fault him for shooting his shot. You mm-hmm. really, really can't. I mean, unless... Talk to me about that. Do, well, do tell. I mean, he did shoot his shot, mm-hmm. like I said. And in some cases, it may work. You know, in some cases, it may work. Okay. I think it's the fact you don't have to give it the power that he's trying to receive from it. That's because good. are you happy? Yes. Right. If he says you're unhappy, right. how is he to tell you how you feel? Right. Of course he knows DeMario is his name. Right. Come on now. And he even I'm spelled sure he it spelled right. It so right. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of curious. I'm like, mm, did you go oh, so look you him up? Facebook, like, did, right. Uh, yeah. You know, and honestly, I've had, it's hilarious because I've had guys shoot their shot at 
whoever I'm with, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's comical. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny. But that's the level of confidence that you have in your relationship. I think that... Honestly, it's a level of confidence and love I have it for myself. Agree. Because you know what? Honestly, if you want to go off, go off. Mm-hmm. If you want to go and entertain that, go and entertain it. Because right. I'll tell you right now, I won't be around here for it. Right. But with you, and I'll tell you right now, I know you. I've known you for a very mm-hmm. long time. And if you're not happy, people will know. <laughs> people will real. know. The storm <laughs> will come through. You think these hurricanes and things are bad. I mean, it's like you walk into a building, the walls crumble, and you're know, not happy. I've I'm seen working it. on it. I've seen I'm it. working on it. But you know what? <laughs> Clap. Clap my hands for shooting your shot. Okay. But be respectful. I think that's the issue that I have. I, I, think I, have, it is a, too. I have a huge issue. And the Lord is working with me on With this. respect? Oh, my God. I yeah. will go from, I promise you, I'll go from calm to crazy, depending on the level and the way the disrespect is done. Like, And I'm trying to get to a place with that even where I don't even let people get me there because right. it's, it's up to me to control that, right? Yeah. But disrespect, I do not tolerate. Like, I have zero tolerance for it. And now I just need to learn how to just let my posture speak that I have no tolerance for it, not lash out. Because I'm the one that's like, yeah, I go and, crazy. And honestly, now, if it was in person, disrespect, yeah. right? there needs to be something that has to happen. Right. But words. Ooh, there's something needs to happen. Right. I mean, something needs <laughs> that, to happen. That hand and everything set it yeah. up. <laughs> that's that Italian thing, I right? know. I saw that's it. That's that, hey, something needs to happen. Something needs to happen. But Call the mob. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> call, call Tony. You know, he'll take care of it. Right. Um, but no, I mean, and honestly... I know Demario's going to listen to this. Yeah. And I I know he's listening. Yeah. Man, it's very flattering when the woman that you are with and that you see yourself with right is still being is still attractive to other people. Right. Because I I think it's very flattering when it, when a guy looks at a girl or shoots a shot not too disrespectfully. Right. Right. But right. when 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 they shoot their shot and try to do something, I'm just like, "You know what?" At least we're doing something right. Right. Because it would be really bad if people were like, you know, you probably need to get some help in the looks department. <laughs> and Or they, they messaged oh, Demario, no. a dude messaged Demario, right. like, are you sure you're happy? I feel like you could do better. That's probably <laughs> what we don't want, right? That would be bad. <laughs> so you're doing something right, Miss Cole. Well, okay? you know, I try. <laughs> I try. I try to keep it so together. So Demario, I mean, you're going to have, hey, <laughs> your lady here is about to blow up so you better get used to this <laughs> well you know and come I, on and Stedman I, <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's go you I think, already know yeah I think he I think he's used to it to a certain degree um but I do understand the disrespect yeah and that's not okay yeah that, that that's my whole leave thing. out the appetizing it, yeah you know hey beautiful not the best but okay you know, I, I mean I get it I get it you know I've I've you know, I've I've told you know whenever I've been dating someone, I, when I meet their friends, and uh, or her friends, yeah, I've told her their friends like when they're feeling down or feeling, yeah. I'm like, listen, you're a beautiful young woman, you need to stop 
relying on others to yeah. make you love yourself or feel better about yourself. You're, you're a beautiful young woman. Now live like that. Yeah. Live like you're not waiting for someone to call you pretty. Right. Live yeah. for within that affirmation. the pretty on yourself. There you go. Within yourself. Yeah. You know, live, let that beauty come out from the inside and then everyone is attracted to that. Right. Yeah. You know, so I'll say things like that, but that's not how that was. Nope. Appetizing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm done. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah. Turn my mic off. I, I, I'm about to go watch some Signs of the Lambs. <laughs> it don't, I can't handle it. He was just too, <laughs> too sickle. Uh, so follow up to a different DM. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Is this worse? Yeah. Oh. So remember the young lady who had the um, Facebook issue? Her man was not posting. Yes. They're not together anymore. Why? Um, that's Who a good question. Off? She broke it off. Um, okay. And I'm paraphrasing because it's not in front of me right now, but sure. I just wanted to give a follow-up. I was trying to find it as we were talking, but um, yeah, so they broke up and... So just just to recap everybody. Yeah, so just, so yeah, that's so right. So he, let me, it may have been a minute for many of you. So right. he was not, she was nowhere to be found on his Facebook and she was posting all the time about them on Facebook. Now, the tale, or telltale, whatever, however you want to say it, that showed up, that she pointed out, was that um, they broke up, and he never, the, there was a post about her going somewhere with him, and he never posted about it. Of course, she was like, my babe's so great, he's going to take me here, and showed where they were going. Mama showed the same photo of the same place that they were supposed to go, but he took mom, not her. Hold on, what now? He took his mom, wherever this place is that they were going. He took mom, not her. Okay. And yeah. this was after they broke up? Yeah. But this was, but I think her point was, I don't think he ever had any intentions of taking me. And I was putting it all out there. And now I look really dumb. And At was, least it's his mom. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, it's better than like some new... Well, yeah, some new honey. Right. But I think I think that the the point of it was, again, I didn't inquire any deeper than this, but it sounds like she was the chaser, or I'll say pursuer. We'll say it like yeah, that. Yeah, I get that. But you know, you also just just to quickly hit on that, you yeah. have to know what you're getting into, mm -hmm. and you can't expect somebody to change for you, right? Because you know, I got some really good advice. <laughs> And um, this was recently I was talking to uh, a therapist friend of mine, and um, he told me, he goes, listen, stop giving, he gave me two levels of advice. Mm. He goes, stop giving people the power and stop giving people, um, stop allowing of yourself to think that people are doing things maliciously right. when they're acting as themselves. As themselves. Exactly, Absolutely. Right. So, so, and just to explain what that means, it's like, here's just a perfect example that I'll give you. Like, let's say, um, you're, you're in the car and you're going somewhere and the person that you're with is not good with directions. Right. Right. And they use GPS everywhere. Right. And they get lost and they put where they've gone for probably a long time, probably mm -hmm. several hundred times to the same place. They put it in their GPS, but you're like, but don't you know where you're going? Right. I mean, we've been here literally 500 times. million times. times. Right. Yeah. They're not doing that 
to spite you. Right. Here's another example. It's kind of like looking at a baby whenever they wet themselves right before you're about to be late to work and you look at the baby and being like, <laughs> why are you doing this to me? You know I have to be have on to time. get somewhere and you're here you go. You're doing this to me. Right. I you're doing this because you just... <laughs> right. I mean, you would be nuts right. if you thought that. So right. if you stop allowing your mind to go to the malicious side of people's actions when they're just them. Right. You'll be so much happier. Yeah. And the second piece of advice he gave, he said, we all think of yourself as a ship, Mm -hmm. right? And you're going on a journey and it's going straight, right? Never allow someone to detour your journey just because your journey isn't good enough for them. Mm, that's good. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, listen, you can, we can sail together and we can be on this journey together, but never change my reality into... Th- now, unless it's like drugs and alcohol. Right, That's right, right. completely different. Right. But I'm talking about a dream, a journey. Right. This is where I'm going. Right. Don't hop on my boat and thinking that you're just going to be a pirate and take over and turn around. Right. Because if you think that, no one's going to be happy. Mm-hmm. No one will be happy. Right. So no. And, and it, you know what? It's okay. As a person in a relationship, it is okay. It may be hard, right. but it's okay for that person not to go on your journey. Absolutely. Because truthfully, if you weren't allowed, if you weren't able to go on your journey with somebody, are, are you going to be happy? Right. You're not. No, you're not. Mm-mm. You're Mm-mm. not going to be happy. Right. Right. So allow yourself to be on your journey and go that way. And if they want to sail with you, come on. There you go. But if you don't, then I would rather you be happy sailing somewhere else. And that that just resonated in no, my that's good. soul. But see, that's the problem that we have, <clears throat> excuse me, when we're in relationships and we are not really truly being authentic as to who we are. We're really trying to be who they need us to be to keep them. And exactly. that's, that's not how that's going to work. No. Either it's in you. I actually posted this because I was a victim and I'm actually going, this is going to be one of the topics we're going to be discussing this season. Fix it, people. Fix it. I'm going to call it fix it woman. I haven't decided. I might You're change it up. You're setting so you yourself up for failure. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent of the time. And that was my scenario coming up in relationships. I always found the guy who needed the most help because I'm going to make him better. He gonna get with me, and I'm gonna be the upgrade. And Damsel in distress. I've done the same. You thing. You know what I'm saying? You're looking, and you're looking at someone like, oh, sweetie, I can help you. You know what I mean? And then and it's it like, becomes like this weird obsession, yeah, to help somebody. And yep. it's like, and then you've added romance into it. Oh gosh! And it's like, this is not that's right. Not okay. Yeah. <laughs> this this is really toxic. This is bad. <laughs> this is killing me. Yeah. So, I really feel for the young lady. Um, I feel for her, but I think it's a valuable lesson. I, I really hope that she learns that there is something to be said, and I'm a firm believer in this. I don't mind women shooting their shot. Don't get me wrong. I think it's okay to let a guy know you're interested, but at that point, you let him pursue you because if you keep going after him, did he really choose you or you chose him, and this is where you end up, right? Men are natural hunters. If I know nothing else, that's the provider in you all. You go out and you hunt and you go get. If you want something, you cannot detour a man. I don't care what it is, sex, money, power, position, whatever it is. If that's what he has his sights on, he's going to go get it. I've seen too many men do it. That includes whoever he wants to be with as a mate, you know, as a little little, little bed buddy, whatever. I'm not going to use the other term. <laughs> the BB. But you know what I mean? 
It's so like I mean, just bus. saying, like, yeah. And women try to do that. And, and for those who try to be the pursuers and hunters and all that, because, you know, they've got us in this dying, this dynamic now where women are leaders. Women can do just as much as men, blah, blah, blah. And, I'm, and it makes it sound like I'm not for the ladies who are leaders. I am. But I also understand there's a reason why God built us the way he built us. Reciprocation, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> like, I understand because I've had a woman shoot their shot at me, but... Mm-hmm. If I don't reciprocate a shot back, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Because I'm, I'm and all. And that can for, go for anything. Yes, anything. And I, I'm going to give one piece of advice yeah. because this is my age group right now. Yeah. And women tend to not understand this because I've Help dealt them with out. this. Women, ladies, when your man is at between thirty and forty, no. That this is our money-making years. Mm. And we are such strong-willed people and hard-headed, but we are motivated if we are that kind of person. Right. That try not to feel that you're on the back burner with business. Mm -hmm. Because between 30 and 40, usually it's between 30 and 35, Mm -hmm. is when the money-making years are. So if your man is working his butt off and you feel like you're on the back burner, just look at him and say, hey, babe, I know you're busy. I know you're working towards something. As long as you know that he's working towards something. Right. Don't ever fault him for trying to take care of the family. Right. Because I've seen that too many times. Oh, so have I. I've seen that I mean, as a, as a, to be honest, as the, the provider of my home right now, and I have to say it that way because me and Demario are not married. So right. I am the head of my household. Yeah. And I get that from friends. Um, sometimes there's miscommunication between me and Demario just because he's busy and I'm busy. And it has to, consistent communication has to happen. And even I, I can fault myself for, um, when I get just in my mode, I get going and I neglect to tell him something. And because we're long distance, again, communication is huge for yeah. us. And you didn't tell me you were doing that later. I'm like, oh, crap. I thought I did. I'm sorry. You know, but know the intention and the posture of the heart of the person, like you exactly. said. So the intention and the heart of the, per- heart of the person and you know the heart of the person is I'm out here trying to make things happen for us. Look here. But also men. Yeah. Communicate with your woman Absolutely. or man or whoever you're talking right. to. Right. Communicate. And say, you know, allow them to understand that you're doing it for them, Mm -hmm. for you, but also for them. Right. You know, because I'm not what I do what I do to make myself happy because this is my journey. Like I said, my boat is going somewhere. There you go. And I need to reach my destination. But because of that, my passengers on board are happy. Right. Okay. So stop trying to please everyone around you. Before you please yourself. There you go. It's like when a mother, right? When it, when a, when a mother, because I've seen this go wrong. It's like when a mother has a has has a baby, and the and it's so stressful in the household, and the mother tries to take care of everyone else first. Yep. I firmly disagree with that, and it it's always said it's like take care of your man, take care of the children first, and then you. No. So backwards. Well, that's like on the airplane. What do they tell you to do? Help Put the mask yeah. Put on the yourself mask on first, first and, and then, then help, help the one. Because if you don't, I mean, if you're dead, you can't help nobody. You can't help anybody. So if you cannot figure out a way to love yourself and make yourself happy, then no one else will be happy. There you go. Because you don't know yourself. No. You don't know what makes you happy. Exactly. So you, you can't, can't teach make... anybody else how to love you. Exactly. So you are right on point. You know what? 
I'm like, drop it on the DM, driving right into you know my what? topic of the day. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, mister, that dropped it in that DM. I'm because telling you. Because you literally gave the audience some nuggets. You did. You educated <laughs> the people on how to properly protect your relationships. The do's and the do nots. Of the DMs. Mm, mm, and mm. there it is. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. We'll throw that out the window. So today, family, I want to talk with you. We got a new series, first of all. It's a new season, new decade, new year, new lot of things. And every day, quite honestly, can be a new day, right? So let's talk. Let's talk about what this new series is really about, about trust. We all have trust issues. We all have things we've walked out in trust. We've all walked out something where trust was broken, trust was built. Um, trust is in the middle of being uh, amended, <laughs> possibly. Um, so I want to talk about trust from the aspect of through God's eyes. And so this series is going to be devoted to trust no one. And I know you're like, what? But I'm, I'm going to help you with this. I promise you I am. I'm, I'm learning myself. This is a season of learning what it is to trust no one. And that's going to be really rocky for many of you. And even for those who are close to me that are hearing this right now, but I'm going to explain it. Okay. So today's topic, trust no one, the people pleaser, right? So we were talking about pleasing everybody else. That's why I said we, we, we dove right into this. Uh, that's the beauty of Jesus. He just knows how to make things come together, don't he? <laughs> uh, but I want to talk to you about really what it is. People pleasing is a huge problem for many of us. Right. We want to make everybody else happy, even at the expense of ourselves, even at the expense of what God has designed us to do in this world, even at the expense of destroying very valuable uh, relationships, because we want to please whatever that person or that thing that that organization we're a part of. And it's got to stop, guys. And so when I say trust no one. I'm coming from the basis of Galatians. I have been reading quite a bit in Galatians right now. Fruits of the Spirit is what I've been working on to better my spirit. And why? Because I came into this year kind of jacked up. And when I, what I mean by that is, is I had some things come at me that I did not see coming. And that happens to all of us. But it really messed with my psyche for a bit. And I really had to grab a hold to it. And I had to get along with God and say, okay. We got to get this under control now because I made a declaration coming into this year. There's some things I'm going to do. There's some things that I'm going to accomplish. There's some things I'm going to um, focus in on. And I'm not allowing anything or anyone to distract me from it. And if they do distract me from it, I have to make a decision as to whether or not they need to be further down the line in this journey that I'm on that Italian Stallion was talking about. So again, we were vibing very well in that in that vein. So I'm coming from Galatians today, Galatians 1 and 10. Am I saying this now to win the approval of people or God? Am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be Christ's servant. So I'm going to say that again. Am I saying this now to win the approval of people or God? Am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be Christ's servant. So Christ's servant. Uh, so where is this coming from? So this is Paul writing to the churches in Galatia. So he had taught them the, the way of salvation through Christ. But the Jews who, don't, who do not believe as Christ being the Messiah, they're teaching the Jewish law as opposed to uh, following through the law of Moses, which Christ came to fulfill the law. And believing in him is how you are saved, not by walking alone through the law of Moses. So now 
because these false teachers are out here saying, no, you need to follow the law of Moses. You need to follow the Jewish law. You don't follow that Christ teaching. That's not who the Messiah is. You follow the law. That's how you're saved. That's how you you uh, get right with God, right? And so because of this, Paul's angry because he's like, I told you the way. I told you how you're going to be saved. I told you, which I gave you principles in which to continue to build the people and to continue to pour into the people. So why are we back over here listening to these folks? Why are we back over here doing what they're telling you to do when you know the way? I've shown you the way. I've, I've, I've witnessed to you in ways that should help you to see this is the way to walk out in the, walk out life in this world. So they're pleasing the Jewish, right? They're not following God. They're, they're pleasing the Jewish. They're not believing in Jesus. They're pleasing the Jewish. They're doing what the Jewish... Uh, leaders of the time are saying they should do. And so I'm thinking about this in the sense of when I think about relationships, when I think about me as a teacher, when I think about me as a parent, um, as a friend, as a daughter, and I think of myself in all these different facets, I realize one thing. One, I'm flawed. Therefore, people around me are flawed. People have their own agendas. In this case, the Jewish leaders were denying Christ. They were saying Christ is not the Messiah. Follow the law of Moses, which is God's law. We deny Christ. We don't follow Christ. We don't believe in him. When that is the way God is saying to be saved is to believe in my son. They didn't do that. So that was their agenda is to demolish all of Christ's teaching, all that Christ did, the, the miracles he had performed, all of that. They were trying to demolish that. That was their agenda. Live by the law of Moses. People have trauma. When I think about being a child who grew up in an abusive household, when I think about being a teenager who was raped at 15, when I think about uh, going through what I went through as a young wife and mother and not really knowing what that was because I didn't have a prior example. My mother was a great mother, still is. I will never take that from her. Um, so I know what it is to build up my sons. I know what it is to speak life into my sons. I know what it is to uh, create an atmosphere where they feel protected and emotionally secure. I feel very confident at this point that my sons have that. Right. And that to me is more precious and more powerful than anything I could ever buy them, because I know that someone cannot penetrate their heart to the point where they question who they are. They question uh, the level of integrity they should hold. They question how to stand strong in the midst of adversity because they not only watched me walk it out, but they know I speak to it every time I see them hit any type of adversity. I do my best to speak to it and not to tear them down. So I feel very confident in that, right? But I'm only confident in that through what God has shown me. I don't take credit as in, um, that's all me. You know, yeah, God used me to do it. And yeah, I did do it. But I'm not going to say it all came from me, okay? Um, but I would be lying if I didn't say I had trauma, right? I, I would be lying as I continue to talk and learn of my mother in her older years. Uh, she tells me things about her childhood that I did not know that explains some of the things that she uh, prevented from us experiencing or what she chose to teach us and talk how she talked to us because of some of the trauma that she walked out as a child. And so all of us have trauma that not only do we respond from that trauma, so we, what we do is we look at things that familiarize, familiarize ourselves with something that happened in the former, then we look at that in the current day and say, oh, I've been here before. I've seen this before, X, Y, Z, so you, you're like this, or you're reminding me of that. or and, and so what we're doing is we're responding from a place in the past, not a place of the present, and not what the person is showing you present day, right? Uh, they rely on it. People with trauma, and I'm saying they, and I'm including myself in this, rely on that trauma as a means to stay in where they are, 
Meaning, if it hurt too bad for you to step out and start that business, if it hurt too bad for you to completely open your heart up to that person, if it hurt too bad for you to uh, take a chance on something that was completely foreign to you, what do you do? Yeah, no, I've done that before. I don't want to go there again. That was too much. It took took too much to uh, bounce back out of that. So they rely on the trauma as a form of protection. And then they rebound from it. What do I mean by that? Well, they, they utilize it as fuel to move to the next level, but only temporarily. So let me give you kind of more of a better picture of what that looks like when we talk about re- rebound relationships. So you get with someone to help you overcome the pain of the prior, right? So you don't have to deal with the loneliness. You don't have to deal with some of the uh, thoughts that come into your head or just having to deal with what it is to get over pain, a grieving process. Grief is grief. No matter what it is, through death, through uh, through death physically or a relationship spiritually, either way, it's a form of grieving. And many of us have chosen to move on by using something else to help us get through that pain. And then once we get through it, okay, now we move on to the next because we feel we're healed. But now you've created new trauma for someone else, right? So when you think of a rebound, that's not good when trauma is the source of the rebound. When you're rebounding from a place of healing, when you're rebounding from a place of strength, that's different. Not rebounding from trauma, because usually when you rebound and not usually when you rebound from trauma, guess what you're doing? You're creating more trauma. (laughs) Trauma begets trauma begets trauma. So when I think about all the ways that we're flawed, all the ways that we're flawed, why would you trust in a person? When it comes to your person, your purpose, why would you trust in a person when it comes to your uh, your uh, purpose? Right. Why would you trust in a person when it comes to anything that you desire to do? The people in your life, uh, the position that you're you're moving yourself into to get to the next level in what you're called to do. Why would you trust in a person when the person is not the one who gave it to you? Now, I'm going to say that again. Why would you trust in a person when the person is not the one who gave it to you? Your thoughts, your ideas, your suggestions, all those things that come. And, and let me tell you that just as your thoughts, ideas, and suggestions come to you by God, the, the enemy does the same thing. Through thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. Thank you, Pastor Aaron McCardo, for that. Got to give him credit. Um, thoughts, ideas, and suggestions are both used on both sides for good and for evil. When it's used for evil, it brings about trauma when it used when it's used for good there's goodwill associated with it but my question to you is why do we put all of our trust into people for something to come to pass in our life when people are not the ones who are giving you the inspiration giving you the hope and the faith to step out and do it this is why this is so important that Paul is at this place of anger with the people of Galatia because they're pleasing the people when the people are not the ones who are going to save them. <laughs> He's like, okay, so you're going to rely on these people who can't not save you and not the one who can. That's interesting. And so when we're in our relationships and, and trust becomes a question, and this is why um, I honestly love when someone says, so you don't trust me? And instead of saying no, because immediately if I say no, that hurts. As a, as a human being, myself included, if my sons were to come to me and say, Mom, no, I don't trust you. I'm like, ouch. Well, why? And you know, what have I done to make you not trust me? Let's go back. People are flawed. People have their own agendas and people have trauma, right? That does not change. That's something that continues to happen throughout eternity, okay? As long as you went through something, there's residue of that something that somehow, some way or another, 
rises up. So what do you do? You trust the spirit that's within them. I'm not trusting you as a person because as a person, you're flawed. If you're a follower of Christ, if you're a follower of God, I'm trusting God in you to guide the decisions that you make. And I'm trusting that uh, in, in my relationships, if you will, I'm trusting that through the principles of God's word, I can trust you to make the right decisions based on the information that I give you. That's it. That's all. Because let's be real. We all have like secrets or uh, pain that maybe we don't want to discuss or relive. And quite frankly, you don't need to. You don't need to unless you have not addressed it and you haven't healed from it. Quit calling yourself. Well, you know, I'm I'm uh, I, I sometimes can have anger issues. Well, then you need to deal with that. Don't make it as an excuse. Again, you're using the trauma as a reason to justify who you are today. Get it under control. I'm the one who can tell you my way of handling my anger is I tell people because I grew up in an abusive household, it's nothing for me to want to fight. It's, it's what I was exposed to. It's what I saw continuously. So it's nothing for me to want to lay hands if you trigger me right. But because I know that's not the right way, because I'm not trying to leave that kind of trauma, and I'm not trying to walk through that type of trauma anymore. If I feel myself getting to a certain level of a situation and it's making me uh, uh, rise to a point of where I want to be violent, which I know is not good, I say, give me a minute. I need a minute. Now, when I say give me a minute, that doesn't mean literally 60 seconds, okay? But that means give me time. Let me pull back. Let me calm down, get into my center, my place of peace, and then we'll talk about it. But if we don't have a relationship where you can trust me to do my work and my job of taking care of me first so that I don't affect you adversely, then what do we really have? So when I say trust no one in this this series that we're going to talk about, guys, and the series that we're really going to dig deep into, and I'm really going to pull out some scriptures and some principles that I want you to rely on, because in this new season, I said it going out of 2019 and going into this year now, in this season, God is going to start revealing a lot, and he is not playing games. When I say he came out the gates with me on it, and I feel like there's others that are experiencing the same thing, he's revealing anything, anything that's done in secret that's been done in secret, that's being done in a deceptive manner will be revealed. Anything that is needed to help you get to the next level of growth and what he's called and created you to do and be in this world will be revealed. But you also have to trust in him and not man, not people. Trust the spirit within them that God is working in them as a vessel to make sound decisions so long as they're relying on his principles. If you see that they're not, then you know, I can't trust you that way. Doesn't make him a bad person. Because again, as people, I'm going to say it one last time, we're flawed, we have our own agendas, and we have trauma. And because of that, it does fashion a lot of who we are. And so that's why God's word is so key. That's why it's so important to read it as often as you possibly can. Every day, every minute, if you have to, depending on where you are in life and what you're walking out. And so family, when we go through this series, I'm excited because I think it's important we start talking about what it is to be trustworthy and what it is to trust people according to how they make decisions based on the principles of God's word. It'll help you. A lot of heartache you can avoid. A lot of painful situations, a lot of anger, worry, anxiety, and doubt, depression, disappointments. You can avoid a lot of it if you start putting all, stop putting all your trust in people and start putting your trust in the principles of God's word and watching our people walking it out that way. 
So family, you know what to do. I love having these type of dialogues and I love um, doing it with people. So expect to have more conversations, candid conversations with great guests. This new year, I'm excited to start doing more video, like just a lot. And I don't want to talk about it. I just want to show you. How about that? Okay. Trust me to show you and not just tell you. So as I always say, make sure you go on Facebook, Instagram, at No Ordinary Church Girl. Spell that bad boy out. We are on Twitter now as well at Knock Nation, because you are a part of the nation. If you didn't know, no ordinary church nation. I want to hear from you. Keep talking to me. Let me know how I can better serve you. Again, I want us to grow in God together. And so, as I always say, may this Monday be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. Love you. Talk to you again soon.